0: Yosef's brothers don't like him, they find a pit and throw him in. He has a dream, makes a plan, becomes second in command. The brothers show up to buy food, Yosef doesn't like their attitude. He works it out with them and moves the family to go This week's Parsha is Miketz, and to find a fuller recounting of Parsha Miketz, you can go back in the archives or click on the description for last year's telling of Mikates. But this year, there is something special about the way that Mikates falls. Almost every year, Mikates falls on Hanukkah. And though this podcast is being released on Hanukkah, by the time we get to Shabbat, Hanukkah will have just ended, which means that the special haftarah the selection from the later books of the tanakh the special haftarah that is normally read on Chanukah with miketz is not going to be read instead we will read a haftarah that is unique and special to Parshat miketz and is connected to the parsha, the torah reading for miketz so what is the torah reading about well this is the part of the yosef story where Yosef rises up in the ranks in Egypt because he successfully interprets the dreams of Pharaoh guiding Mitzrayim, guiding Egypt to hold on to and store away their bountiful harvest for seven years while they prepare for a famine that will last for seven years. And when that famine arrives, Yosef's brothers, Yaakov's sons come to Mitzrayim looking for food and they see Yosef but they don't realize that it's him they don't recognize him but he is able to recognize them and there are many many powerful moments of Yosef being the ruler of Mitraim, his brothers bowing to him thus fulfilling the prophecy of his dreams and Yosef deciding to not reveal himself but rather do some tests of his brothers. The same brothers who had beaten him up, thrown him in a pit, sold him into slavery. He wants to mess with them a little bit, or at least test them to see if they have changed in the ways that he would have hoped that they have. Which is the segue to this week's Haftarah, which is found in Malachim Aleph Perik Bet the third chapter of Kings 1. In this story, the royal figure is not Yosef, but instead is Shlomo HaMelech, who has become the king. And we recently told the story of when Shlomo HaMelech becomes the king in Parshat Chaye Sarah. But Melachim Aleph tells of Shlomo HaMelech talking to God and Shlomo HaMelech says to God, you know, I had a wonderful father, David HaMelech, who maybe had his mistakes for sure, but overall, he was a good person who cared about you, God, and was doing his best to live his best life. And I don't know that I'll ever be as great as he was, but I want there to be something special about my reign, my time as the king. God, is there anything that you can offer me? And God says to Shlomo HaMelech, Well, Shlomo, it depends. What is it that you would want? And Shlomo says, You know what I most want, God? Is wisdom. I want to be wise. Which, by the way, is different than being smart, is different than being clever, is different than knowing a lot, I want to be wise. That's what a true ruler would be. And God says, Wow, Shlomo, I've got to tell you, usually when people ask me for things, they ask for money, they ask for fame, they ask for land. Not often do people ask me for wisdom. And so God says, Because you've asked for such a noble gift, Shlomo, I am going to give you that gift. Now, very interestingly, that conversation between God and Shlomo is not how this week's Haftarah starts, but is what happens right before this week's Haftarah starts. The Haftarah starts very similar to the way that the Torah reading starts, which is with Shlomo's eyes opening wide open. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh, it was a dream just as this week's Parsha begins with Pharaoh awakening from a dream. But Shlomo says, Wow, huh? that conversation with God about wisdom, that was all a dream. Because you see, Shlomo HaMelech turns out to not only be a wonderful king, but also has some of the powers of a Navi, of a prophet. But to talk to God face to face is something that only Moshe did. And so we learn that Shlomo's encounter with God was only a part of a dream. But once he's woken from that dream, he begins to feel like he has more wisdom than he ever had before. Leading to a very famous test, perhaps the most famous test in all of Tanakh and perhaps the most famous story about Shlomo HaMelech that there is. The story is that two women who lived in the same house came to Shlomo HaMelech crying deep mournful tears. You see, these two women who lived in the same house were pregnant with children at the same time, gave birth to children at the same time, but sadly only one of the children had survived. And one of the women saw The other one nursing her baby and said, hey, that's my baby. And the woman who was nursing the baby said, no, this is my baby. You had a different baby who did not survive. And she said, no, no, that's mine. And they argued about which one was the actual mother of the baby. And no one could tell because they had been pregnant and gave birth so close to each other and so they both come to Shlomo Hamela claiming that they are the mother of this baby and Shlomo says this is a really tough decision but then he remembers he was gifted exceptional wisdom by God in his dream encounter and so Shlomo says okay I know exactly what to do Bring me the baby and bring me a sword. (gasps) What, What do you need the sword for, your highness? And Shlomo HaMelech says, Well, this one says that the baby is hers and this one says that the baby is hers. The only fair thing to do is cut the baby in half and give half to her and half to her so that they both have some baby." Now, this is a crazy idea, because if they cut the baby in half, there's no way that that baby survives. That would be awful. But one of the women says, you know what, King? You are so wise. That is a great idea. I am fine having just half of a baby, and she can have the other half as well. While the other woman says, what? No, no, don't hurt that baby. That's my baby and I know it's mine but I so much would rather it live with this other woman than for it to somehow be harmed. No, please, Shlomo, save the baby and let it be with the other woman. And that first woman says, yeah, that sounds good to me too, King. And Shlomo Amalek says, aha, now I know which one of you is truly this baby's mother because there is no way that a parent would ever want any harm to fall upon that child and so now i know that the second woman is actually the baby's mother and she will be the one who keeps it and in that way shlomo hamelech showed that he truly was a wise leader and from then on he became known as Shlomo the Wise. Just like Yosef, in his own wisdom, while he was the vice pharaoh in Egypt, tested his brothers to see if they had learned the brotherly love that he wished they would have had while he lived in Canaan with them. And similarly, there is a moment when one of his brothers, Yehuda, just like the mother in our story, stands up, to the vice pharaoh and says wait there must be some mistake but we're gonna hear all about that encounter in next over, week's over, podcast parsha. Over, shabbat shalom and enjoy over, the rest of your hanukkah over, hanukkah sameach.